This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. Yours truly, Brandon Worth, with you here this fine afternoon here on WBRN, 1460 AM, 107.7 and 96.5 FM, WBRN. It's a great day outside. I mean, come on, the weather has been absolutely wonderful to us lately. Maybe my rant on Mother Nature last week did some damage, I guess, or maybe got, you know, maybe a hand in our favor at the poker table, if that was considerably any sort of comparison to how the weather works. But at the end of the day, it's beautiful outside. We have a lot of huge games coming up here this weekend, as well as going into next week, regular season, starting to creep to a close for some sports as well as really moving time when it comes to standings and going into those conference championship conversations is right around the corner. So we have a lot of big sports on deck, including on the diamond today. Special guests coming by the studio, JT Scarpelli, head coach of Big Rapids Baseball. Talk to him about their successful season so far, as well as their outlook on how the campaign has gone here in 2023, as well as we'll get into the local sports scoreboard, where we have standing updates, as well as some big, big performances coming over the last week that we need to highlight here on this show. But before we get into that, of course, we want to thank our sponsor, Sponsors that help pay the bills and make this show possible. Those include obviously the United States Air Force, Johnson's Automotive Repair, the Schubert Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, Parasol Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Moda Macasta Osceola Transit Authority, and the Macasta Osceola Career Center. From the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for helping them supporting this show and making this possible. Without further ado, I had a chance to sit down with JT Scarpelli of Big Rapids Baseball. All right, Coach Carpelli, thanks for joining us. Obviously, the team's been on a really good start to the season, 19 wins and 22 games so far. What do you think's been the, the biggest key to your team's success so far this season? Well, I always emphasize relentlessness. Uh, so every single inning, being ready uh, for the every single pitch, every single inning, all the time. So that focus, uh, that properly prepared, right, and then staying focused throughout the game, it's really tough for uh, kids to do, right? It's a slower paced game. So to, to stay focused every single pitch, you might go seven innings and not get a single ball hit to you. Um, but then that final pitch of the game could be the game deciding play, right? So, um, I just emphasize to guys always be ready to go. Um, but also creating, uh, what, what is, really a healthy internal competition uh, amongst players. So if someone's really shown me something in practice uh, and they're not getting a shot in a game and the, the perceived starter is kind of faltering a little bit, maybe, uh, I don't know, riding along, like thinking that he's got it or something, then they'll, they'll get mixed up, right? So the, the guys working in practice showing me things will get looks. Uh, and, and a lot of times it's uh, a lot of the little things. I just emphasize as many of the little things as possible in baseball because uh, those all add up, right? It's a game of luck in a lot of ways. So uh, you could go 0 for 4 and, and have the four best at-bats of anyone on the team. You could go 4 for 4 and have the four worst at-bats. So I just look at every player's input offensively, defensively, and on the mound uh, to every single pitch. And that's how myself and... My assistant coach, John Yonker, that's how we evaluate players. 
Yeah, and obviously through the conference slate right now, unblemished. You've definitely taken care of business against some of those teams, and especially with the offense, obviously a lot of games where you've been able to exit early, get onto the buses a little earlier than expected with the bats. Just talk about the hitting approach in this team, and especially the pop in the bat is something that has stood out with the Cardinal team. So it's uh, it's customized to the batter, right? There's no such thing as a, as a hitting approach, a team hitting approach. Uh, I, I don't believe in that because how can I expect Riley Venix to hit the same as Mason McNeely? While Riley Venix has some pop, he's the fastest kid in the program. So with two, I let him swing with two strikes. He shortens up, puts the ball in play, and then does a lot of damage when he gets on base, right? He follows pitches off, draws walks. Or a guy like McNeely, uh, it could be an 0-2 pitch, and I still want that ball going out of the park. So, uh, you know, it, it keeps the pitchers laser focused or they have to be because if they make a mistake, right. And, and a lot of players that are aged aren't really mentally conditioned to have to go through that gauntlet one through nine, the way I try to set up our lineup so that, uh, you know, by the time he gets to that fourth, fifth, sixth batter, I still got a guy who can put one off and over the fence there because that's what we've worked on for you know a lot of these guys I've worked with for many years. Uh, so he makes one mistake, game over, right? And that's all I'm looking for. So um, we we emphasize uh, attacking your pitches in certain counts, taking walks when they're given to you. Um, I put a lot of value on how I evaluate players on um, not their batting average, like they're kind of traditional slash lines, you could say, right? I mean, I get, I get parents who ask me, you know, and coach Doherty would agree that uh, the last thing I want to talk about are individual stats during the season, but parents who ask me about stats uh, and they always bring up batting average. And I honestly couldn't tell you what most of my hitters are hitting batting average wise. I look at different stats that are more complete uh, you know, Yonker and I compile these ourselves for pitchers and hitters in particular. Um, and that's how we evaluate, but that's also how we build an approach for the offense, how we build a lineup. Right. But then also when we talk to the players about what we want them to do, they know what to do in what count. So a really good example of this is a sophomore is Caden Schuberg, who, uh, two times, this last week had game winning hits, right? He had a, a, in the eighth inning against Kent city, he hit a two run homer to put us up. Uh, and then Zacco slammed the door. And then against grant, he hit what would have been at least a double over the left fielder's head with the bases loaded for a walk-off single. Um, both those were two strike counts. Not only were they two strike counts, they were one, two and O oh, two counts. So Caden, well, you make a mistake to that kid in any count and he's going to make you pay. And that's exactly what I want, right? But that also, like I said, that doesn't apply to everyone throughout the lineup. Other guys have different approaches uh, depending on who they are. And not everyone is, a, a, you know, kind of what I call a unicorn type hitter, a, a, a multi-dimensional hitter such as Isaac Zacco. Isaac Zacco can do all of it. He can drive a ball in a two-strike count. He can shorten up and put a ball in play if he needs to. That kid's got the the mechanics, the talent, and the ability to uh, to kind of do it all. So, um, you know, you just you try to to work with each individual guy for what is best for them, and then uh, I put together the lineup based on how they're doing, how they're applying it. 
Yeah, and you mentioned, obviously, a lot of close games, and especially with the, the schedule here in your first year, a lot of tough teams you've already played. TC West was one of them. You played Shepard recently. You got a tournament here coming up against Gaylord, Petoskey. Just talk about really putting your team in a lot of these games where they're playing a lot of these high-class competition and really putting up a lot of good fight at them, especially on the mound and offensively. Yeah, and, and you know, I don't want to make too many excuses for it because we do play baseball in Michigan, but the, the TC West and the Shepard games were two of the coldest days I've ever been on a baseball field. And I had a really cold weekend in Indianapolis, my senior year in college. So, uh, they were pretty miserable. Um, so the, the fact that, and also I was playing without Isaac, I was playing without one of my starting shortstop with TC West. Um, you know, other guys got to pick them up though. So that's not really an excuse. Uh, we just didn't hit that well in three of those four games. Um, but then one of the uh, you know, the second game against Shepard, we got a better pitching effort, a stopper, you could say, out of someone like Ty Gilchek, another sophomore, and uh, and then put together enough runs to to win that one. So we're trying to play more competition outside of conference, but with our conference being an 11-team conference, it eats up the majority of the schedule. So we're more than happy to uh, to host Gaylord, who looks pretty tough and Petoskey Sean always does a really good job with that program up there. They, they play some good comp out of TC too. Um, and, uh, and then the next weekend, uh, working with coach Ancliffe to get out and play Beal. So, you know, my, my hope is that we're playing Beal or someone equivalent, or we play two against Beal because that's, he's got a good program over there, you know? So we're, we're always trying to see the best pitchers we can see. Uh, to test our, our starters and then even see what some of the guys off the bench can do. Because like I said, I mean, a starter isn't a starter forever. You, you earn the spot, but then you got to work just as hard, if not harder to keep it on this roster. So um, having that competition is the most important thing we can do. Um, you know, it, 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 the game can be played in a lot of different ways, depending on the level of competition, right? The game can slow down immensely with lower competition, and then it can speed up immensely um, with better competition. And we know that when we get into the playoffs, where we host Gladwin for the the pre-district, because of course, Big Rapids always has a pre-district, um, that they're going to be ready to go, right? We need to be ready to go. So uh, as many of those out of conference tough competition games that we can play. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm trying to set up our schedule so that I can still pitch our best guys against them. I need a Ben Knuth who can cut through our conference with relative ease. I need him to be battle tested against better hitters. Uh, so he's ready to go. Um, I mean, I can't say enough about that kid in, in last year against Claire, uh, what, what a game he threw. So, uh, that's what I need. I need him to be right back to where he was last year. Brody sleeper is right on his heels right now. He's looking good. Ty Gilchek's looking good. Uh, and then we got a number of relievers who've done some pretty good work with limited work. So, uh, both Yonks and I are very happy with it, but going back to your original question before my tangent here, uh, yes, competition need more of it and always staying competitive, uh, not taking a single pitch off ever. Absolutely. Well, Coach, thank you so much for joining us and wish you the best luck the rest of the season. Thanks. Well, there you have it. Thanks to Coach Scarpelli for stopping by, as well as you guys got to make sure that you get that preset on WBRN because trust me, got some great guests coming on the show here for the rest of the month and into the summer. So make sure that you get that dial dialed. See what I did there? We'll get to the local sports scoreboard after these words here on WBRN. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the West Michigan Sports Show. Diving in now to the local sports scoreboard here as we get into really the end of the regular season and the postseason coming up for a lot of different sports as well as we'll go through full standing updates. So make sure that you stick around for that. But we'll start with last week's action where we left off last week. That would start on May 3rd back on Wednesday. Some action in the baseball world. Big Rapids gets a sweep over Kent City, 18-3-7-5. The final scores in that one. Nuego sweeps Reed City, 4-3-10-1. There in Reed City, big wins for the Lions as well as White Cloud gets a sweep over Lakeview, 1-0 and 11-2. The Indians' bats explode in game number two. Over in softball action, Big Rapids gets two sweep wins over Kent City, 7-1-14-1, those scores. Lakeview gets a sweep over White Cloud, 12-2-5-3. And Nuego also getting the sweep on the softball diamond. Final scores, 5-4 and 9-6 for the Lions. Over on the soccer field, the Cardinals get back into the win column after a little bit of a losing skid. They win 7-1 over the Grant Tigers. Kent City also picks up a victory over Chippewa Hills. 3-0 the score there from Remus. And Nuego gets a 5-0 win against the Coyotes of Reed City. Over on May 4th, they win for White Clown in softball. Count them up 1-2, actually. 7-3, 14-3. The final scores in that one. And the reason I said number one was baseball only got one game in it appears, or we're missing a score again. But the one we got in the books, the Indians get one win at least over the Pirates, 4-1 the final scores. This is my own opportunity every time I go through the scoreboard. Plead with everybody, please fill out your scoreboard so I can highlight your wins and how your season's going. I plead to all. I know there's a couple that got entered in over the last couple of days, so I appreciate all those fans out there looking out for me. Lone match on the pitch over for girls soccer. Tri-County continues their dominant season. 9-0 Coach Butler's squad gets the CSAA win against the Wildcats. Over to Saturday, May 5th, Big Rapids sweeps Grant, or excuse me, Friday I should say, they get the sweep over Grant. 9-1-3-2 final scores in that one. Central Montcalm squeaks out two wins at Chippewa Hills. 5-4 both scores in that one. Reed City bounces back against the Mohawks. Moe Stanwood, 8-0, 9-1 the final scores. Also heard a no-hitter thrown there for Max Hammond in that matchup, as well as White Cloud gets two wins over Kent City, 9-3, 16-11. A little high-scoring affair there for White Cloud. On the softball diamond, Big Rapids stays undefeated, 8-0, 4-0 the final scores, and Lakeview's bats explode against the Vikings, 19-4, 14-9. Lakeview takes down Tri-County in softball action. Soccer for on the women's side, Tri-County 4 Greenville 3, non-conference win for the Vikings as well as the Wildcats get back in the winning column again. 3-0 the final score in that one. Mount Pleasant gets the best of Big Rapids in non-conference action. 5-1 the final score from there. Nuego defeats Hart and Reed City Shelby play to a 0-0 draw. Most unexciting performance, but certainly a great game for those that appreciate soccer. Also on a side note, have you guys heard what Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney are doing over in Wrexham, over across the pond, over in Wales? You guys go check that out. Pretty cool stuff. Not necessarily saying we're sponsored by them, but I mean, hey, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. Ryan Reynolds, I mean, my, my phone's open, man. We can make something happen. Anyway, back to what we were actually doing, the scoreboard. Uh, tournament action for baseball and softball. Some teams getting action in. Parchment and Wayland gets the best of Howard City Tri-County. 16-2, 9-0. Final scores there from Howard City. Softball gets a win over Caledonia, but loses their first two games of the season against two talented teams in Hudsonville Unity Christian. 
Christian and Whalen. 14-7 to nothing. Final scores in that one. Over on the pitch for girls soccer, Grand Rapids Ottawa Hills beats Grant 2-0 in a very contested affair as well. Grant gets a bounce back. They get the win over Carson City Crystal. 3-0 there in that one. Kent City takes down Carson City Crystal in that same tournament as well as wins champion against Grand Rapids Ottawa Hills 6-5. A very high scoring affair there on the soccer pitch there from last Saturday. Into this past week here or back on Monday, just soccer action around the town. Tri-County gets a win over Big Rapids, continues their dominant season 3-1, the final score there from Big Rapids. Lakeview defeats Kent City 5-1, the final score in that one. Nuego takes down Grant 7-1 and Reed City defeats Chippewa Hills 5-0, the final score in that one. And back to yesterday, as we're recording this on May 9th, Big Rapids sweeps Morley Stanwood 5-0, 13-1. The scores in that one, as well as Nuego gets a sweep over White Cloud, 8-0, 5-2. Final scores in that one, and Reed City's bats finally come alive against Tri-County, 13-0, 15-5. The final scores in that one. Softball action, the Hornets take two over the Wildcats, Central Montcalm 17, Lakeview 2, followed by 14-1 respectively. For those scores, Nuego puts up a pair of 11-run performances, 11-0, 11-1 over White Clown. And Reed City Softball explodes a combined 44 runs to take down Tri-County in two consecutive games. Big-time performance for Coach Stieg Squan. Also back from Tuesday, May 9th, can't forget track and field, of course, for their performances. Had a quad down in Kent City. The men's get the overall second-place victory at home, while Tri-County gets three wins, followed by Big Rapids and White Cloud, each one and two on the men's side. And over on the women's side, Kent City. Gets the win at home, 3-0. The scores in that one, White Cloud 2-1, Big Rapids 1-2, and, and Tri-County respectively 0-3 in that matchup. And you're probably thinking, what the heck are the records in track and field? Well, believe it or not, it's more than just actually trying to run a fast times. You are scoring as a team. And I have spent the time and went through all the CSA action for track and field. And believe it or not, I have records for you, and I can't wait to share them as well as the updated baseball and softball standings, or at least as much as we could get. Remember, guys, I have to make sure I have scores in order to go through and analyze these to get them to you on air. So if your school gets a victory and it's not in an MHSA or max preps, help them brother out. And I will make sure to highlight those victories and all of those results so that we can have the best analysis here on this show for you guys. So I plead to you once again, because it really means a lot to me when I get to see the support. But over, we'll start in baseball standings and we'll get to softball and track and field as well. Big Rapids currently on top of the division, 14 and 0, followed by Nuego, 10 and 3 on the season so far. Central Montcalm, 9 and 4, right behind in third. They got some big games coming up to try to leapfrog their way potentially into second. Reed City comes in right behind at 8 and 5 on the season, as well as White Cloud, 8 and 7, despite being one of the higher scoring offenses overall as well as Lakeview right behind in seven and nine Kent City a spot above the Wildcats but under the Indians at seven and eight Grant five and six on the season so far followed by Chippewa Hills three and ten Morley three and ten Tri-County one and eleven those are the scores updated as of this past Wednesday here on the show so right now Big Rapids in the driver's seat obviously talked to Coach Scarpelli got some big games coming up especially finishing out 
CSA regular season. Uh, but Nuego has had a huge, huge jump from last year, a team that really kind of took a little bit of a, a couple year downfall, especially after the years when I was playing um, in that division. They certainly started to improve, but t- took a couple steps back. But now they're back right there in second. Central Montcalm has been a team that has consistently put a lot of success in the city as well. White Cloud continuing to bump their way up the standings. Grant Chip Hills kind of falling off a little bit. Molly Stanwood in there as well. Uh, but it's very competitive right there in the middle and it's going to be very interesting looking at it down the stretch but over in softball now so the updated standings as much as we can get from those games Big Rapids right now lone at the top 16-0 in conference play followed by Nuego 12-3-1 overall on the season the Grant Tigers have made a nice bounce back year 8-2 already here through the results we have on this them this season so far Central Montcalm 7-2-1 followed by Kent City at 6-4 Reed City 7-9 Lakeview 6-10 with Chip Hills, White Cloud, Tri-County, and Molly Stanwood falling behind there at 3-7, and 2-14, 1-7, and 1-12 as of the results that we have recorded here so far through this season. But certainly some notable performances, obviously Big Rapids has really just absolutely mashed the ball offensively. They met a couple teams that could hit as well as they did uh, here just a couple weeks ago, but they've bounced back. They've been very resilient as well. Nuego and Grant, the two teams down in 37, have been playing some good ball, especially putting second and third in the standings overall. Reed City has continued to fight their way in and out, as well as Central Montcalm, a very prestigious program, a little bit down compared to years past, but they're starting to build their way back up again, as well as some other teams like Chippewa Hills trying to fight their way back up. Lakeview has had a very surprisingly good campaign. They deserve all the credit they've put in this year as well uh, here around the CSAA, but we'll talk to some other teams as well as the number one team in the state ever is right now wreaking havoc here in the local area as well as Beale City. Got to talk with Coach Ancliffe. They've been continuing to rack up the W's here from this last season. Finishing out the standings update, we got obviously track and field. Can't wait to share with you because I don't think anybody knows these records. Maybe they're compiled somewhere. The coaches might know a little bit about them, but I got them here for the fans just for you. So hopefully that you can understand how this works. All the quad, try, and of course, five-team meet are obviously scored against each other. Obviously, you get records based on if you win or lose against another team in the meet, and you have a result against every team that you compete against. So here's what we have here so far. At the top, we'll start with the men's and then get to the women's. Tri-County's on top of the men's, 7-0, followed by Kent City, 9-1, Reed City, 8-2, Big Rapids, 10-3 on the season so far, Central Montcalm, 6-4, White Cloud, 7-6, Chippewa Hills, 4-6, Lakeview, 3-7, Nuego Grant and Moe Stanwood behind with at least one win so far in this season. So right now, some teams have not competed against each other enough, dude, obviously. Mother Nature wreaking havoc as she always does and just with scheduling overall. So some have competed against 13 different teams, 10 and 7 respectively. But based on win percentage right now, Tri-County is driving the ship going into this week's CSA Invitational. Very curious to see how that one goes about. On the women's side, Central Montcalm and Chip Hills both 9-1. and one. Central Montcalm defeated Chippewa Hills in their lone matchup, so they have the tiebreaker right now. Kent City 8-2 and two, followed there by Big Rapids at 8-5. and five. Molly Stanwood 6-4. and four. 
four, Whitecon six and seven, Nuego three and four, Lakeview three and seven, Tri County two and five, Reed City one and nine, and then Grant seeking their first win going into League Invitational. So those are the updated track and field scores. And that's going to unfortunately be all the time we have today. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to look out CSAA Conference Tournament and Soccer, as well as Track Regionals coming up on deck. And until next time, this is Brandon Wirtz signing off on the West Michigan Sports Show. Thank you.